0: February 18th, 2024. It's been a full week of news and sound bites, and news that's being passed off as real news, much of which I would call the fake news. Time to be vocal is now. Silence is implied consent. Please visit the RBN website for great resource articles and provocative insight and share what you have learned. Don't keep it to yourself. Go to republicbroadcasting.org My email address is otbp steve at gmail.com that's otbp steve at gmail.com our caller number is 512-248-8252 got a new format going here with uh, the network it started last sunday i kind of like it and that uh, means uh more more uh, talk time more call time and less commercial time so uh there'll only be two commercials per hour that's at the bottom of the hour the top of the hour and do it the second hour the same way so more time for me to, to get out to what I need to get out also to take your phone calls so please take advantage of it it's a good idea I think it's a nice thing to happen so take advantage it of it uh, our call line again number is 512-248-8252 well last Sunday was what uh, Super Bowl didn't watch it didn't care like I said I didn't even know who was going to be playing until I found out one of the teams uh, Kansas City Chiefs because a little boy was painted as a racist because he was blackface, and which was not the truth. If you'd actually taken a full picture of him, looking right at you, he had red and he had black, and he had a big giant headdress on, so no confusion there. There's no blackface. There's a little boy that's uh, a, a big fan of the Kansas City Chiefs, and uh, he's showing his support. That's it. That's all you can make out of that. This weekend we got rained out the Daytona 500. We got rained out everything. Uh, Delray Beach tennis tournament rained out. It'll be uh, taking place tomorrow sometime as we've been clobbered with rain uh pretty much all weekend. Some big rain around here. We get a lot of rain. So uh be a lot of growth uh, maybe in early spring. I don't know. What what does that mean really down here in Florida in early spring? <laughs> Just it's hard that's a hard one to do to uh to figure out what's what's an early spring you know our temperatures are usually pretty decent our winters are not bad here we, we're talking a winter of uh what uh 65 for the high and maybe down in the 40s low 50s for the nighttime. time but uh, that's not really winter and uh, i think it's pretty much over anyway so we'll see what comes our way soon here a uh, lot of the news here i want to talk about um what was going on while everybody was stuffing their faces and drinking lots of beer at home and and at the Super Bowl? If you were happy, you know, happen to have a ticket to the Super Bowl, uh, there fifty dollar nachos, fifty dollar nachos, and eighteen dollar Bud Mulvaney light beers, eighteen dollar Bud Mulvaney light beers. Yeah, they're still hanging on to this guy, or so they say. Her, I don't know. Hate to play that game, but uh, it ain't working, and uh, they're too. Um, I don't know, just can't, they can't admit it, you know, it's, it's pretty sad when you, when you know you're making a mistake, and you can't can you can't correct the mistake, you can't go back and say, I got it wrong, I made a mistake, you simply just hope it goes away, you know, like a ward, I guess, or something, but uh, they can't admit they made a mistake by going with this um, transgender personality here. It's, uh, it is quite embarrassing if you think about it you know, advertisers going along with this agenda. I mean you see one failure and then somebody else says you know I think I can do it too. and I think I can make this one work but they all go down the same pathway of a mistake. they, they, they hang on to something first of all, we don't like we don't want that shoved down our throats. We, we, we know what we want and uh, you know they, they push the agenda instead of pushing the product. push the product fine. The product, it's a fine product, it's okay, whatever, but then when you start throwing in the politics and the sexual orientation stuff, you kind of you kind of tick people off when you do that. And I'm one of those people, when I tell you I'm going to boycott something, I'm going to stop buying something, I'm serious, I do. Not buying it, not going in their stores anymore, not going to put up with this garbage anymore. I, uh, I, I, I I do revolt a little bit, I guess. I, uh, I push back and said, hey, what hurts them the most? What hurts them the most is the pocketbook. You start boycotting them. You start uh, saying, "I'm not going to buy your products anymore, your services anymore," and uh, that hits. That hits home, and uh, they usually change their tune, or they go under. One of the they can go down with the ship, I guess, if they want to. But then, um, you know, the shareholders aren't going to be too happy, too. So I don't know. Rearrange the chairs on the Titanic. We're going. We're still going down. Doesn't matter. So while the uh, everybody was watching the Super Bowl, where people were watching Super Bowl, I was not. Congress, believe it or not, was working. Yeah, they were working on a Sunday. Can you believe that? They were working on a Sunday. On what? Well, Ukraine aid, Israel aid, some aid going to Taiwan. I mean, we'll look at the border issue here, how much we can throw that way. So they're worried about the protection of Ukraine's borders, but they don't really give a damn about our borders. Yes, we are in crisis. We are in crisis mode right now. Legals coming over, we don't know who they are, where they are, where they're going, what they're going to plan on doing, and it's just the perfect setup for a major, major inside attack, and then the Obama – basically say Obama – the Biden administration doing the work of the Obamas uh, is going to basically ramp it up, surveillance, more surveillance, spying on the people, more technology – more tracking. Uh, of course, we're going to need more of your tax dollars for homeland security to watch over you. And at some point, maybe get um, we might even see military on our streets uh, as we have a martial law or something like that. I mean, don't, don't count this out. This is very, very possible. We're being told that uh, we don't know who these people are. We're being told by the State Department that a major cyber attack is going to take place. And now we have in the news, fear porn that Russia may be putting nuclear weapons in space. Therefore, we're going to have to do something about that. So let's uh, let's give Elon Musk a little dial up on the phone here, and we give him up a call and say, Elon, can you get some more um, technology? We got to get some stuff up in space. You know how to do it. All the technology stuff, the satellites, and uh, we're going to be contracting with you to put up some uh, nuclear weapons in outer space to uh, help because the Russians aren't. Do we have proof that the Russians are actually doing this? No, we don't. This has been talked about for a long time. If you go back to the years of Ronald Reagan's administration, they were talking about Star Wars. That's right, Star Wars. What was that all about? Well, that was about putting nukes in space. And that's actually what pushed Russia to the edge and depleted their resources because they put so much money and energy into their military that they finally let their economy their infrastructure fall apart. And Reagan had the last laugh. Said, "Man, that was a good bluff, telling we're working on Star Wars, putting nukes in space. Amazing! It worked one time. I, I guess people have a short memory of that. They don't remember that uh, that Star Wars thing Ronald Reagan was talking about. So again, more things to uh, increase taxation of the American people. I mean, geez, aren't we taxed enough? We got tax time coming up here. Aren't we taxed enough? We're taxed on everything." And now they have to find new, new taxable items to to put in the in for the tax code next year and or this year. Emergency! We have to have a taxation. We need to get more money from you because well, we have terrorists that are running around the nation now, and we need to fight them. So using our tax dollars on something that they actually created. It's not a, a new method here. They do this all the all the time, pretty much. Let's. Uh, talk about something else. Last night, last weekend, last Sunday, I spoke about blind patriotism. And this week, I want to talk about something else very similar to that, and then we'll get into the news. I got tons of stuff. Like I said, we, with the breaks now that we have them, it's going to work out perfect for me. So last Sunday, I spoke to you about blind patriotism in reference to believing what has not been checked out or confirmed to be as a truth. I was speaking about country western artist Toby Keith he passed away sorry about that uh, but he had a song post 9-11 called courtesy of the USA the angry American the angry American his lyrics which showed pure arrogance pure arrogance I just don't like it I had to speak out on it and defended my friend and so we're kind of distanced now not sure he's ever coming back but the lyrics you'll be sorry that you messed with the USA because we'll put a boot on Up your ass, it's the American way. I don't know about you, that's just pure, pure arrogance. Now, imagine that. It's the American way. It's the American way. Toby Keith pointing the immediate blame of the Iraq and Afghanistan that they carried out the attacks on 9-11. Didn't know, did he? It's pretty bold to just believe what you're told and then go and write a song about it. Of Course, you generate a lot of anger and fear, and uh, you know, people could be risen to the occasion. I mean, you, you get the right mood, and they know that they're not looking for the facts at the point at the time they're seeing something horrific happening. You're looking at the TV and you're seeing a building come down, another building coming down, and uh, a plane and the Pentagon being hit, and you're saying, Oh my god, this is terrible, terrible. You know, it's the emotion that takes over, it's not the brain, it's the emotion that takes over. Brain kicks in a little later. Except if you're sitting back watching it, I still remember watching the buildings coming down and especially building seven caught my attention. I was not hit by an airplane. It had a fire. And then suddenly it comes crashing down in a free fall. Straight down. Amazing. I've never seen a, a sky rise you know, a skyrise building, a big steel structure like this that had a fire and just would come Straight down in its footprint. Never seen that happen before. Seen lots of fires. We had vi- fires in Vegas. We watched the, the big fires at the uh, the MGM Grand Hotel in Vegas. And it was on fire and a uh, terrible, terrible thing. But I didn't see it go crashing down. Huh. wonder why. Maybe it should have. But, uh, you know, I don't think uh, Toby Keith quite took in the visual to say that doesn't look right. That doesn't sound right. Just jump right on the bandwagon to be a patriot, at least you call yourself a patriot, but never later on coming back and saying, you know what, I got it wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. I find that Americans have a hard time, first of all, admitting that they made a mistake, uh, will not take responsibility and say, you know, I screwed up, I made a mistake, I'm sorry, and uh, saying thank yous. I find that Americans are not very good in those three areas to say thank you. Uh, you can do nice things for people, and they just, yeah, wow, not even a thank you. Not even a thank you. So would uh, would Toby Keith learn, if Toby Keith learned about uh, Vice President Dick Cheney telling the Air Force to stand down, make sure you don't intercept, and take out these planes that came into the U.S. airspace, uh, you think you knew about that? You think you'd wonder why? Why Why would you, your protocol says take down you call in the air force. They go up in the air. They intercept, take out, or rechannel them to a different area out of the airspace, the sensitive airspace. And they didn't do any of that. Plenty of time to do so. How come they didn't do it? They were told to stand down. Again, building number seven. Uh, Tubby Keith not hit by a plane comes tumbling down. You think? You think he ever learned this stuff before he passed on? Did anybody ever pull him aside and say, "Hey, you know"? Uh, you wrote this song and everything, but you got it wrong. You're blaming the wrong people here. Look at this building come down. Does that look odd? Just a fire? Yeah. How about the Pentagon? Does that look kind of interesting to you? You know, we're told an airplane hits it. You don't see airplane debris, landing gear. You don't see the, the wingspan of the plane itself as it went in, that it would take out that certain port of you know, points of wall on the left and right side. You don't see that. Oh, the wings just folded in on themselves and kind of came back, tucked tucked back? Oh, okay, I got it. Yeah, you know, there's so many red flags that you could see, I saw, and a lot of people did see. But again, the, the emotion moved people to believe something without really checking out. That's what I call blind patriotism. My guess is he probably never, ever learned the facts about 9-11. He's never read any books on it. Uh, there's a lot of great books out there to, uh, to bring out the... The red flags, the things that we should be asking questions and saying, wait a minute here. Even the 9-11 Commission, if Toby Keith would look at the 9-11 Commission, the emissions, the emissions by the commission, isn't it amazing? Building 7 was never, ever talked about. We'll get back to you later on that one. But wait a minute here. You guys are all educated. You brought some of your best people on your team here. You're, you're evidently engineers, and you you know what you're talking about here. So it's, it's a simple question. How does a building, a big steel building, reinforced with heavy-duty steel because that's what they build these buildings with, heavy-duty duty steel, and for some reason a fire could make a building of this size come collapsing down? We'll get back to you. Again, right away when you get that, we'll get back to you at another time. Guess what? They're trying to formulate a lie that might be believable but there's nothing they can actually come back with on this one. There's nothing they can come back to reinforce their narrative that set a fire just took down the building. That's impossible. I've talked to Stephen E. Jones, a BYU professor, physics professor. We sat down, talked for a while, and he made his case in a, 9, in a, in a 9/11 presentation uh, on the internet. I think it's still there. I don't think they took it down. And uh, he made it great. He made the case. He is. I don't know who did it. I don't know who did it, Steve, but I can tell you what you're being told is a lie. You know, structural engineer, physics, none of that they're telling, telling you is the truth, and that's all I can tell you. Of course, he was attacked for giving his opinion, and they would never attack somebody for an opinion unless it was a true opinion that goes against the narrative, right? Yeah, and his opinion was fact. Actually, it was It was mathematical, it was scientific, it was physics. It was everything all rolled up in one, and uh, the government couldn't say, well, what are we going to do? Let's go after the guy. Let's make his life miserable and shut his mouth. That's pretty much what they do. So tonight I'm going to speak to you about PSYOPs. PSYOPs that we spoke about early on, I mean, a couple years ago. I remember John and I first talking about this PSYOP called Q. And the followers of Q are QAnon. They are little informers who give information to the head Q guy, I guess. And he sorts it through and says, this is what's going on. And evidently we had, at least the belief was, that Q had informers inside the Biden administration and that they would feed information to Q. And then Q would put it out there on the uh, social social media networks to tell you this is what's going on. We're gonna do undo a an imbalance here uh, of what happened in the 2020 election. Basically, that's what that was. The first first goal of Q was to make a wrong right. This election was stolen from Donald Trump in 2020. It was handed over to uh, Joe Biden. We know who's behind it. We, we know deep state. We know Obama's in there. We know all about Russia Gate and all the misinformation and things coming from Hillary Clinton's camp. Um, Michael Cohen, everything just, it was all coming together perfect. And the, But the problem is, knowing that what we know about the FBI today and how corrupt they are the Department of Justice, how corrupt they are do you actually think that if somebody was inside the Biden administration they were feeding information out of the White House to Q Anon and Q they, it was detrimental to the Biden administration. Do you actually think the department of justice the fbi wouldn't know about it and find about it find out about it and and shut it down sure they would They'd shut it down so the very idea that it's still going on they're still in the white house and they're still sending information out and uh for some reason q is talking about it and getting people all hyped up hyped up on it something's going to happen something's going to happen we're going to undo this well we heard that for nearly three years and i think they've kind of silenced themselves a little bit now but we heard it, and over and over again, they kept using the same rhetoric, the same little mottos, the little slogans of get your popcorn, get ready, get comfy. The show is about to begin. The show is about to begin. Always the show is about to begin. You don't want to miss this. And then when I called out my friend who believed on this totally, which I called, I called a, a psyop from day one. I mean, with John Stammer and I were talking about it on here, it's a psyop. Yep, I agree. There's no way that information could be coming out to try to take down the Biden administration. Once they get you in, they don't want you taken out. So this is not real. This is a psychological operation that's meant to boost your enthusiasm. It's got two purposes. To boost your enthusiasm and then drop you, drop you on your head when everything doesn't happen. The psychological impact of, I'm told this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Oh, my God, it didn't happen. And over and over again, that psychological beating you up of things are gonna happen. Oh, they don't happen. Well, I, I conversed with my friend at this time. I said, you know, um, I've given you plenty of time to explain yourself on Q that it might be a reliable source. First of all, it doesn't make sense, but okay, throw me something. I, I told John, I said, give me a throw me a bone, throw me a bone, show me something about Q that you're reporting on that's gonna turn out to be true or happens. Not one thing has happened. Not one thing has happened. Q is a psychological operation, no doubt about it. Um, I mean, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. We're all waiting. We've been waiting for a long time here. Over and over, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Continues on. Um, I I don't know how people don't see this so fast. I mean, I understand initially maybe the thought of somebody on the inside but uh and that's that was only happening on the, in the in the trump administration people are hiding around corners taking notes and recordings and listening to um telephone calls but uh the biden administration has this pretty much locked in the criminal element is being cre- being protected by the criminal element pretty much uh is how i word that um like i said we waited and waited and waited nothing happened some and then the lame excuse is that it takes steps it, Steve, it takes steps. It, it just doesn't happen in one step. So there's little baby steps and then suddenly, boom, that one accomplished and this one, baby steps. And none of that ever really happened. None of that ever happened. Uh, I lost friendships over this thing, Q, my my co-host back in California, uh, acting like a child on this one here. You don't believe in Q? Well, I I can't be friends with you. We need people to believe in this and have hope and stuff. And I, I told him, I said, well... You haven't made the case, and nothing's happened, but it's going to happen. I almost want to call him up. It's been three years to call him up and say, hey, Jeff. Hey, what happened to Q, man? I thought Q was going to take out Biden and put back in uh, uh, Donald Trump. What happened there? Yeah. And again, it throws away the friendship because I did not believe. I did not believe in Q. I simply called it out. I didn't mock anybody, by the way. I did not mock anybody who believed in Q. I just simply said, I don't believe in it. And for these reasons, I didn't do that. I didn't mock anybody. I didn't say you're crazy or lunatic. or conspiracy theorist. Uh, no, no, I just simply said, you know, it doesn't make sense to me. It does not make sense to me. It does not pass the logics test. And therefore, I can't I can't rely on it. And glad I did. A lot of people did. And I think about how crushed they might be saying well, I believed in Q and I thought this was going to happen That the whole election would be overturned. Donald Trump be back in office here, you know, taking care of the problems. And we are in the worst situation I've ever seen in my life into uh, three years of this, this imposter president's administration. This is the worst I've ever seen it. Yeah, Joe Biden makes the Carter presidency look good. That's how bad Joe Biden is. He makes the Carter presidency look good. And Jimmy Carter was not a good president. He was not a good president. Uh, I didn't expect much, but uh, no, he he really failed as a president. So again, you know, nothing came of nothing came out of this, you know. And and also telling me that the other slogan they used to say, the hammer's going to drop. Steve, stay tuned. Get your get your popcorn, your pop. The hammer's going to drop. It's going to come down soon, and and uh, it never happened. Never came true. Never came true. I don't know. But you can, people still continue to believe things that they, you know, are told. Kind of like falls back into the area of, of blind patriotism again here on this Q thing. Kind of kind of in the same realm. Um, you know, you just got to believe and have faith. Have faith, Steve. Well, I have faith, but, you know, in faith in something else. This one here, uh, it's right to the core. It was a psychological operation, no doubt about it. There's a quote in the movie, uh, The Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, I love, and it might fit to this situation pretty good here. You believe what you choose, and I will believe what I know. I like that one. It was a good movie, by the way. So, again, Q uh, is a psychological operation. It falls into the category of blind patriotism if you just take it per se and then keep holding on, keep holding, keep holding on. Nothing came true. Q is a psyop. You think Toby Keith ever understood that the United States created Al Qaeda and Taliban? Do you think he ever knew that they were created by the CIA before 1980, when the Soviet Union invaded Afghanistan? Do you think? Do you think he knew that? I don't know. You think he knew about the project for New American Century? I wonder what he would do if he we, he didn't know about it. And I pulled it out and read to him, or showed it to him, let him read it. And I said, "What do you think about that?" Would the light bulbs go off? You know, would it go off? The light bulb go off, or um, I don't get it. What, I'm pointing to how we got to Iraq and Afghanistan, a, a new Pearl Harbor, a horrific attack, nine eleven. Here we are, going to the Middle East. Do you think that's just coincidence? Like I said, I, I don't know if he ever learned of how he was uh, so duped and lied to. I don't think a lot of people. I know people that, uh, that are just that way. And I think it's just because they're embarrassed to admit they were wrong. They are shamed, and they don't want to admit that they were wrong and lied to. Uh, the biggest fool is the one who's fooled and continues to believe the narrative, the foolish narrative. That's your fool. That's your truthful. Now last week I ate some crow. I ate some crow. I ate some crow. Um, over the head life story I got you, brought you about two weeks ago. I made a mistake. I my source was my father. And I just assumed he was telling me the truth. And then I did some research and found out dad was wrong. I was wrong. And I spoke as if I knew 100% I thought I did, I was wrong. So I came back and corrected myself and ate some crow, a little bit of sweet baby rays on it. And that's the way it goes. When you're in the business or situation where you're giving information to people, a lot of times you get it right and sometimes you get it wrong. And when you get it wrong, you've got to correct yourself and come back and say, I'm human, I made a mistake. Or I was led the wrong direction, wrong research, I read something, boom. And uh, so correct yourself and take your lumps. There's nothing hard about it. You just take your lumps, eat your crow, and you move on. doesn't mean you lose credibility and everything else you're talking about. It means you're taking responsibility and accountability for what you said earlier. And that I wanted to correct last Sunday. So little lice cannot jump from one person to another. Just make sure we got that all straight. All right, we're coming up on a break here in a second here. But I do want to talk about the Tucker Carlson uh, interview with Vladimir Putin. I actually watched it, 185 million hits, views on Twitter alone. That's just Twitter alone. Amazing. Twitter alone, 185 million views. I watched it the day it was released. My wife and I watched it two hours and nine minutes. I was rather impressed. I thought it was handled very well. I don't believe um, Tucker Carlson was a stooge or he was taken advantage of. I thought he did a pretty good job of conducting the interview. Now, you got to be really careful how you conduct these interviews, especially with somebody like Putin. You want to bring out the facts. Uh, you want to bring out both sides, first of all. And we only heard one side from Ukraine, Zelensky, so it's time to hear the other side from Vladimir Putin. That's what a good journalist, that's what a good network should be doing, but we don't see that often. So Tucker decided to become a real journalist and hear the other side, which is the right thing to do. You know, the old Fox, the old motto they used to have is, what, Fox, fair and balanced? Fair and balanced. Fair and balanced. Well, that would mean hearing from both sides, right? Oh signs. Didn't have it Tucker did it. We'll come right back.
1: You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
0: Free shipping on orders over fifty dollars. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN.
1: tom bolton for ease off i know so many of you are finding our easy 4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation but today i want to spotlight four of our new products first our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames our customers love this back saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our Power Skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too.
2: EaseOff, LLC. 417-932-6419.
0: Carlson, Vladimir Putin interview. I guess I was very impressed with it, but the mainstream media now pushing back, and of course, making a lot of uh, threats to Tucker Carlson. I, I find quite amazing here. Going to put sanctions? Maybe put sanctions on Tucker Carlson? I don't know, what the heck does that mean? Sanctions? Going to freeze my bank account? I, what's that mean? Travel restrictions? What are, what are you going to do here? Simply doing the job he should have done as a journalist—that he wouldn't have to do if the mainstream media had done their job in the past. Well. The mainstream media has been saying for a long time now, sour grapes saying, you know, we've been trying for a long time to get an interview with Vladimir Putin, but that's not true. That's not true. They're just saying that. It's not true at all. And uh, Putin is well aware of what's going on with the mainstream media as far as the trusting the mainstream media or not trusting the mainstream media in that the number of lies they get caught in, the propaganda they push – and that they always want to demonize Russia. Always got to demonize Russia. Putin, bad guy. United States, good guy. Russia, bad guy. Always the same thing here. Uh, Ex-Prime Minister Boris Johnson. <laughs> or like Boris Rib Roast here. Um, he's a uh, sloppy appearance, messy hair. I can't believe the Brits actually wanted this guy in as Prime Minister. But uh, he's taking swipes at uh, Tucker Carlson right now saying, Tucker Carlson is a traitor. But let's not forget about Boris Johnson's background here—that he protected Prince Andrew when it came down that he was at the Epstein's Island, or orgy island. Here, of course, the Queen had to pay off this woman that came forward; and was filing a lawsuit. Sixteen million dollars handed over from the Queen herself to get little Andy out of, jam, out, of out of a big jam here. Um, you know, so you got to look at two. the... The friends are of the ones who make the accusations. The criminals who, and their their cohorts and their their friendships, they hang with the same kind of people. You know, basically the same kind of people they hang out with. So, not a whole lot of stock in Boris Johnson's uh, calling T- Tucker Carlson a traitor. In what way? In what way? Go a little further with it, Boris. Come on, big boy. Tell me a little bit more. How? Tucker Carlson is a traitor to his country for going over and doing a legitimate interview with the Russian president. Well, because it went against the narrative of the United States, that's being a traitor. Even if the narrative is wrong, you see, this is where we find out who the true patriots are and who is the blind patriots. You know, I believe, I follow somebody that I know is telling me the truth, not just who tells me something that can't prove it. Uh, again, challenging Patriotism, blind patriotism here. What I'd like, I missed out of the uh, interview, which I think would have been nice to know. Would have been nice to ask. First of all, we haven't heard his name in a long time, where, what's going on, where he is. I think he's still in Russia. But Edward Snowden, I'd like to know more about Edward Snowden. Here's a guy who told you the truth on this surveillance state, how the, the government was spying on you and all this different different technology. Doing a good thing. That's actually a good thing, you know, because the government has gone far beyond their powers and their reach, and they're doing what they shouldn't be doing. And uh, here's somebody had the the guts to actually say, you know what, they shouldn't be doing this. And now we wonder, we, we look at things like what's happening right now with election fraud, voter fraud. And so we learned years and years and years ago that Edward Snowden was telling us the technology, what they could do. And so how could somebody now say there's no way this was a legitimate Election? How could you say that after knowing what Edward Snowden told us about all the technology they can spy and on, on Donald Trump they can do all these certain things? They could do so much to undermine the American vote, the democracy vote in election. So I, that's that's my ammo. If anybody says, "Oh, I don't believe that's not true," remind them of what Edward Snowden told. And he had to flee because if it wasn't true, he wouldn't have to flee the country. I believe he's still in Russia. I think I would have addressed that with Vladimir Putin. The situation with Edward Snowden. I'd also probably bring up if I was Putin, I would have brought up Edward—not uh, Edward, but uh, Julian Assange. Would have brought him up. How you've treated somebody else who brought the who brought forth the truth on uh, on on a, on a terrible, terrible thing, you know, war crimes. And you, you imprison a guy that told the truth. So I'm supposed to trust the mainstream media? Any of you people out there to talk about why why Russia has invaded Ukraine? I'm supposed to trust you guys after what you're doing to your own citizens? No. You got the best guy for the job. Um, I'm not sure if anybody else would have even tackled it. I don't think Bill O'Reilly would have tried it. I think he would have been chickened out on it. I, I, don't, I don't see anybody else having the... Uh, other than James O'Keefe anybody else having the the backbone to actually go to Russia and and to interview Vladimir Putin I don't think anybody else could done it I don't think so so uh, let's talk about Joe Biden here by the way um, that uh, Sunday why you guys were watching the football game well you weren't watching because you were listening to the show but uh, evidently they came to an agreement of 95 billion dollars. And I just, I've been searching around for a while here. How much money has actually been sent to Ukraine from the United States, you know, leveraging this and that, and the, our future earnings and our children's our earnings. And supposedly, a little over $200 billion has already been sent to Ukraine. And that's uh, money not well spent. That's uh, money down the drain, as they will not win. And uh, Russia will make sure that they will never win. So all we're going to go is deeper and deeper in the whole financially. And the outcome will still be the outcome that Russia will take over the region. Now, Joy Behar, I don't care for this woman. I don't care for any of the women on The View. I don't watch The View. But I see once in a while there's a little snippet here and there that will come on YouTube from, um, I'm trying to think, what's his name here? Mark Dice, Mark Dice. And talking about Joey Beher trying to put the fear porn out there that if Trump is elected, first they said that he's never going to get elected. Now they're starting to think maybe he will get elected because nothing's sticking. But if Trump is elected, Putin will invade Europe and the U.S. will bring back the draft. And I will say no and no to both of those because Putin views Europe as a consumer of products that Russia has to sell. Food, natural gas, oil, other things. So no Putin is not going to invade Europe. Um, he's not going to. So that's that's a fact. It's, it's a, a stupid comment to make accusation to make, but it's fear porn and again if you got you got to admit probably the viewership of the of the view itself is probably they're all the same easily led astray they all hate trump they hate america i think biden is great and uh, so that's that's their viewers you can't open the minds of a stupid person they're stupid for a reason you know the way it is um ukraine aid like i said uh 200 over 200 billion sent to ukraine amazing we are funding the salaries of ukrainian government employees their pensions their borders, we're making sure that their borders are secure while our borders are being invaded. We are in a serious situation here. Just a, a couple days ago, I think it was two days ago, I was um, I was in a really, really, really bad mood. Uh, I watch the news a lot. I take lots of notes. I go to many sources to read. I think the thing that got me the most, got me really the most angry last two days was that one after another, the lawsuits, these bogus illegal lawsuits going after Donald Trump are just, man, if I'm getting irritated and upset, can you imagine what Donald Trump is doing? I mean, one after another, the lawsuits, E. Jean Carroll, give her $63 million. Georgia, election interference, we're suing you. Big Fanny's going to in charge of it here. Big Fanny and Nathan Wade. The New York Project financing conspiracy saddles him with $350 million fine. $350 million fine. Stormy Daniels in the hush money. Russiagate, P-gate. Documents in my home, my house being raided. It's amazing. I, I'm, I'm going to vote for Donald Trump just because Anybody who can put up with this and continue on to get up day in and day out, just get back up on his feet and say, I'm not going to be whipped. You're not going to do this. Uh, appeal, appeal, appeal. And I'm still waiting for Supreme Court justices to finally really do their job. Why is any of this stuff being carried out against Donald Trump? I'm starting to believe that the Supreme Court is either being blackmailed or they are actually part of the deep state. And this agenda is being carried forward. We're not looking at the rule of law anymore. Our Constitution hanging by a thread, hanging by a thread. And the Supreme Court is allowing all this stuff to take place when they should have stopped it immediately. You can't remove a candidate from the ballot. Insurrection. There was no insurrection. No insurrection. None. No insurrection. The federal government could not prove insurrection Therefore, the states can't take it upon themselves to make a case for insurrection. They have nothing. They don't have a command to storm the capital. They have no weapons to overthrow the government at flags. They have no intent to overthrow the government. They don't even have, they don't even have a case for trespass as we have video that shows that the D.C. Capitol Police were removing barricades and waving people in and giving them little tours, opening doors. You know, a handful of angry, violent people acting out does not represent the entire group of people who went to the Capitol to let their voices be heard on a dishonest election. It was a dishonest election. I still remember John calling me from the phone. Steve, meet me there. Meet me me at the Capitol here. Meet me for the Stop the Steel rally. Meet me. I said, John, don't get caught up in something. There's something's gonna happen. A false flag. Something's gonna happen. There's a big setup happening here. It's gonna happen. Don't get dragged into that. I bet you right now, if John were here with us today, even though John never stepped on the, the steps of that Capitol, never stepped on the steps of the Capitol, I bet if John were here today, he would have got he would have got a little visit from the guys in black. FBI, he would have. Why? Well, because he has a radio network. He has lots of hosts talking about this issue. And uh, that's not good. They don't like that. So they'd find another reason to look deeper into John and personal backgrounds and this and that. Find ways to shut John down. Just for going to the Stop the Steal and being in the crowd of 1.5 million people, John would be guilty of being unpatriotic Therefore, he is an enemy of the state. We're going to go after him. I'm going to take him down. We saw what they did to uh, uh, mind lapse here. Um, Infowars, Alex Jones. We saw what they did to him. We saw their their reach and what they're doing. Their their overreach. They're manipulating law. They're throwing out law. They're they're busting people, arresting people on what we what we believe you're guilty of. Uh, you know there's no crime but we'll hold you and we'll find the crime yeah that's 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 what's happening right now uh, it is upsetting when I saw that 350 million dollar judgment against Donald Trump and to pay it immediately to pay it immediately that's pretty ballsy you just get the fine and you're telling the guy you got to pay it right now or what so I'm sure he's right on the on the money there he's He's appealing it. But uh, the whole idea of all these things, one by one by one, which had me believing and started to think about something, something that we could do as Americans, that we could do as Americans to support Donald Trump, other than walking around our conversations talking about, you know, this is a travesty of justice, what we're seeing here. And I support Donald Trump. It's quite obvious. Uh, The Biden administration is carrying out communistic tactics. To eliminate the political opposition, the political rival, and they're doing everything they can to do make sure that he cannot be a candidate. They're going to try to bleed him dry financially, bleed him dry in court costs and fines, and uh, their last resort probably is to take Donald Trump out. No doubt about it. So I came up with the idea last night. You know, you walk around, and certain times of the year, I can't tell you which month of the year it is, but you know, there's a, there's a ribbon for every disease. It seems like. And Breast Cancer Awareness Month is, when is Breast breast Cancer Awareness Month, Sam? What month is that, you know? It's a pink ribbon. I know that. I see a pink ribbon on a, on a guy. I know it's not because he likes pink. It's, it's breast cancer awareness. But uh, there's a ribbon for nearly every disease. And I started thinking about, wouldn't it be nice if we created a ribbon, a ribbon to support Donald Trump? Through what, he's, what he's going through now, all this chaos, what he's going through, all these trials and all these things, to give him our support, to see the visual of somebody wearing a – maybe it's a red, white, and blue. Maybe it has DT on it, Donald Trump on it, and it's a ribbon of support that we support Donald Trump to keep him in the fight here, to give him confidence to continue on to fighting these these Nazis. Uh, I think that would be a great idea. Can you imagine that the mainstream media – Panning around with their little cameras and they're seeing all these people with this red, white, and blue uh Donald Trump, I support Donald Trump ribbon. And I told my wife that said, I'd wear it to work. I said, a lot of people wear them to work. I'd wear them everywhere. I'd be hand- I'd be baking them out, I'd be handing them out. And I'd like it because it's in your face. Imagine this millions and millions of these ribbons that the mainstream media can't, when they're shooting their cameras, they they can't they can't get away from it. There's another one. There's a whole bunch of them. There's a whole bunch of them. what's that all about? when' that's supporting Donald Trump. Now I know they would try to paint us as racist and homophobes and and evil, evil people. But look at what they've what they've been doing. Oh my God! I, I, it's a travesty of justice. Our legal system is. If they could do this to a, a multi billionaire, could you imagine what they could do to you if they can do this to this guy? E. Jean Carroll, Georgia election interference, New York financing, Stormy Daniels hush money, Russia gate, P. Gate, documents. Speaking of documents, I still don't get the case against him with the documents. He's the president; he can do classified documents and take documents with him. I don't see the crime. On the other hand, Joe Biden as a senator, and later on as a vice president, having documents, classified documents in his garage, just open. Anybody can walk in, take a folder, I guess. Nothing's going to happen there. Let's go after Donald Trump. But uh, special prosecutor said, well, he's well-meaning. How do you know that he's well-meaning? He's well-meaning. He's an elderly gentleman. Gentleman? Or no. elderly man who has a very poor memory. So, is that, uh, is that the new excuse now? To get yourself out of a jam and trouble? I'm old. I didn't know better. I didn't know what I was doing. I don't remember. All right, well, we can't convict. No, we, can- we can't get you convicted. A jury would never find you guilty of anything, so we'll let you go. Even though you're a criminal, you did a lot of bad things. But Donald Trump, on the other hand, his mind is all there. His mind is all there, so we're going to prosecute this guy. I still haven't seen the case of what documents. It's funny that these are classified documents. They lay them on the floor and then they take, take a camera shot across the floor. Hey, look! These are the classified documents. Hey, I can read those. Wow, they're classified. Why are you putting them on the floor to videotaping them? I don't think they're. I don't think they're classified anymore. Doesn't make sense. Do you think anybody else caught that? Classified documents on the floor. We have him. Here's the classified documents. Here's a close up. Yeah. There you I don't know. I don't know. Here's a question for you. And uh, this is a serious question. Now, Donald Trump's talked about mass deportation of illegals. I think that's a swell idea. Swell idea. Only problem is how is that going to be accomplished? How is that going to be accomplished to do mass deportation of all the illegals that got in this country? And not set off a civil war, a race war. I think we've all learned something about how the Democrats and Antifa work. They don't like something. They make a lot of noise. They just start to they use violence, and they just start to destroy things and violence on people and burn down cities. Now, it's my estimate. It could be wrong. I'm going to say we have at least 33 to 40 million illegals in this country. Just a million in the last six months or last two months, two months. 6 million in the last year. And they're, 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 the original lie they always told us, it was always 10 million. Isn't it 10 million? 10 million illegals in this country. Jeez, you got to change that once in a while. You got to be more than that. So, Bob, I'll, I'll, I'll just take a guesstimate that we're looking at 33 to 40 million illegals in this country. Now, if we start to do some kind of um, mass deportation, I think we can probably do it before. Doing the mass deportation is actually stop the benefits whatsoever. Just stop completely all benefits. No subsidies. First of all, you shouldn't have a job, and any corporation who hired you gets a $10,000 fine. No exceptions. You know the law. You know a fake Social Security number when you see one. Come on. So it's time to enforce that law on the books. Fine those corporations the $10,000 fine. For each and every illegal that they've hired to their corporation, that's a $10,000 fine. No exceptions. You can't you can't downplay this one here. You get the ten thousand dollar fine. So you remove all the subsidies, you remove all the freebies, you remove all that stuff. Nothing. You got nothing to gain by being here. Maybe a good portion of them will finally say, you know what? This is not the land of opportunity. I guess I am going to go back to my country. And that whole BS of asylum anyway, that's ridiculous. You came here for asylum for what? What, were you being attacked? Were you being persecuted, um, slaughtered? No, no. We just want to come to America because we know we can do better here than in our own little dirt country here. Well, that's, that's a question, a serious question I have I would have to, for Donald Trump is how you plan on doing that without starting a civil war in the country here, a race war. I don't know. That's, that's, uh, that's the problem. You know When you kick over the anthill, the ants spread everywhere. Well, we can probably immediately get rid of the eighty-seven thousand IRS agents, the new ones, and maybe make them uh, now part of Homeland Security to find and track down the escapee illegals that are that are moving out through, throughout the country. Maybe that's that's a good purpose for them now, not to mess with somebody's taxes and just trolling for for extra income. Let's actually put them to work and make them find the illegals, and we will deport them. Uh, of course, you can deport, and they can always come back in. So you got to make sure when you deport. You start right away on building that wall. Which is interesting that Donald Trump only wanted five million dollars to build his wall. Congress said no. Congress said no. Five million, no, no, nope, no. Nope. Three how about three million? Nope. Three billion. Nope. But uh, it takes about ten billion dollars. New York City is spending about ten billion dollars on their illegals to house them, to uh, give them cash cards and benefits here and health care and everything else. They're looking at about ten billion dollars. A year. That's just one year in New York. One year. Ten billion. You could have built the wall in five and not have this issue, this problem. Now I gotta I gotta laugh a little bit, and it also irritates me when I see Democrats that are blaming the Republicans for the open border. Blame it here. You're in office. Donald Trump tried to build the wall. Didn't build the wall. He should have built the wall. He should have used an executive order to build the wall. That's that would have been the right thing to do. I hope he understands that now. In the future, if he gets back in, in the future, if you have a problem, and it's a serious problem that affects the security and safety of the United States, don't go to Congress and ask for permission. You simply do an executive order, and you carry it out as an executive order. What's that old saying? It's better to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission? Something as serious as our borders and our national security and our and our lives, our economy is worth writing an executive order. Should have done that. That was a mistake. I hope he understands that now. Because if he gets back in, I want him to have a very successful four years. And I've seriously I want him I want him and this is all oh, you shouldn't uh you know, go back and grovel and go back after your enemies and, and take down your enemies. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you really should because once you get out of office, they're still going to be there. So, you know, you got four years to do a lot of good, fix a lot of problems, and yes, go after those enemies of America. I think that's a better way to say it. Those enemies of America, you and I. Second hour coming up. Stay tuned.
1: Go to RepublicBroadcasting.org and click on Long Term
0: Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN.
2: Simply Clean Foods. Do it today.
1: This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.